Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo. And happy belated Thanksgiving. I know this podcast comes out on Friday. So happy Thanksgiving. That was yesterday in the States. We celebrate Thanksgiving on Thursday. This year it was on the 24th. That was yesterday. But happy Black Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving, which is kind of like a weird little consumerism holiday. Because the day after Thanksgiving, things start to go on sale, right? For Christmas and the end of the new year and so on. And this Black Friday, the specials that I want to once again offer you is a reduction in the prices for the courses on the Alpha Male Coach website. So brothers, look, if you've been looking at taking the Stop Buffering course, the Alpha Relationships course, the Live Your Purpose course, or the best-selling Indomitable Self-Confidence course, this is the time to pull the trigger and get started. You can also give these courses as a gift over the holiday season if you know someone who would benefit from these shifts in cognition energy, lifestyle, and ultimately shifts in results, getting more results, getting better results in life. And the other special I'm offering this year for Black Friday and lasting until the turn of the new year is free consultation calls. Brothers, the Academy is, as far as I know, the only place for you to learn the skill sets of cognitive mastery and emotional ownership. Furthermore, the evolution of the Academy is taking the students who are currently enrolled to new levels of self-mastery and results-based living. By the time you listen to this podcast, we'll be moving into December. We'll be moving into the impossible goal work that effectively begins the year 2023. December starts off the new year as future-focused thinkers. I want you guys to know that. 2023 begins in January. We start 2023 in December of 2022 because we're future-focused thinkers. And yes, we stay present and we live in the moment. However, there is also a planning and preparatory phase that requires a little bit of future-focused thinking to set the trajectory. And that allows you to settle into the vibrations of the present moment when they arrive. For any of you that have been putting off enrolling in the academy, here's your chance to book a free consultation call. Talk to a coach, get some coaching, and ask all your questions about the results and benefits of doing the personal development work offered in the academy. Usually these calls are about $150 for 45 minutes, and for the next three weeks, they are free for Black Friday and get you into the beginning phases of preparing for 2023. But look, brothers, don't wait on this, all right? I'm going to repeat that over the next couple of weeks in the repeat podcasts, but do not hesitate on this. Don't wait on this, okay? It doesn't cost you anything, and I guarantee that it's going to book up fast. Like, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you guys don't pull the trigger on a consultation call, if that's what you want, they're going to be gone because it's the last two weeks of the year, there will be no available times for consultations, and in 2023, the price will go back to $149. So you have basically three weeks to book this call. Okay, brothers, geez, what can I tell you about this week to start? I'm in Puerto Rico, and as I briefly mentioned last week, I'm continuing to experience a shift in my energy. Now, I wish I could articulate for you guys what it's like to experience this. However, I know that if you're listening to this podcast, then you probably resonate with it already in many ways, and I am coming out of it. I'm coming out of this energy as the energy is beginning to settle, and it's going to offer me a lot of new insights into the complex systems of experiencing the human condition as a spiritual being of pure energy, and I'm already really receiving a lot of that. 
yes, we have a body that we use to experience the material plane of existence. This is part of being here on earth. And I am so grateful for the flesh suit, brothers. I got to tell you something. I am so happy I have a body. I love my body. I train my body. I feed my body. I rest my body. I nurture my body. I use my body to feel all the pleasures of the world, all the smells, tastes, sights, sounds, and feels of life. That being said, these upgrades I've been going through, spiritual upgrades, energetic upgrades, you know, these are kind of painful, right? It's kind of a bit like going through puberty or like a growth spurt, right? It's a pain in my body. Have you ever experienced this as well? Have you gone through something like this? Because if you have, I want you to know it hurts, but only because you're growing and you're evolving. There's so much power in knowing that. And if you're not training in the spiritual path, if you're not practicing the way of the alpha, you might think there's something wrong with you. In fact, brothers, I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes I do think there's something wrong with me. I did think there was something wrong with me at times during this transition because it is my beta condition that thinks. My beta condition will think there is something wrong here. However, I always know everything is perfect. I always know I'm okay and I always know that everything is happening for me. This is knowing that comes from the alpha state as an alternative to thinking from the beta condition. So a very quick update for you guys before we get into the content. I've been spending my days meditating, exercising, journaling, resting, purging, and generally just allowing source, the all oneness, to do whatever is necessary for me to complete this upgrade and step into the new software that will offer new insights and paradigms on this podcast and in the academy. And as I said, some of it has already come through and it is amazingly powerful. Some of it I'm even going to talk to you about on this podcast because I'm so excited to deliver it for you guys. Okay, let's get into the final episode of Love and Freedom. I'm going to talk about the unconditionality of these polarities, how they allow you to access your alpha state. Actually, to put that more accurately, brothers, how they are accessed through your alpha state (laughs) and some examples and some ways to apply the concept of love and freedom. So let's begin with the unconditionality of these polar attributes. As polarities, which are energetic opposites, I want you to remember that love is when you are placing your awareness on an energy. And that energy can be mental, it can be a thought, it can be astral, it can be an emotion, or it can be physical, right? People and things. And when you put your awareness on an energy, which is to say you give your attention to a thought, feeling, or thing, You are bringing it into existence. I talked about that last week. You're collapsing the wave. It's the particle wave duality. You are literally making it real. You make your thoughts real with your attention. You give them power. You make your feelings strong with your attention. You give them power. And you make people and things important with your attention because you give them power. But remember that energy doesn't have any power other than the power that you give it. And that is love. That's the power of love. That's what we're talking about. You are love, and when you give love to an energy, you give it power. A thought doesn't have any power. A thought is just energy. It is just a wave waiting to become a particle through love, through your attention, through being paid attention to. The same is true of vibrational energy, which are emotions. You give emotions power when you resist, avoid, or react to vibrational energy. Now, I want you guys to know something. There is a dark side to this, right? There's a training for the Sith, and I know I'm nerding myself out here with the Star Wars references, but this is the dark side. Because the dark side, the Sith use their attention, their awareness to give power to their emotions, and then that reflects back and allows them to use that energy. I don't teach this, okay? This is not what I teach. I teach the light path, the way of the Jedi, which is serenity. The Sith teach passion, 
I teach serenity. We allow and process emotion and the Sith give power and passion to their emotion. And that energy powers them up. But with us, we don't do that. We allow and process, which I've told you guys for years now. With physical energy, we give the person or the object the power when we give them our awareness or attention. So consider this in your own life. I know this has probably happened to you. How many objects and things in your life are holding power over you because of the attention you give them? You can answer that question. You can think about it. You can pause the podcast and think about it. But if you don't think that you're falling into this trap, then you probably don't have a smartphone or you don't know what I'm talking about or you're in denial about the power that you're giving away because the smartphone is the best example of what I'm talking about. That object probably has so much power in your life because of the attention you give it. And in fact, brothers, do you even remember what life was like without these objects, without smartphones? Can you remember that far back? Do you remember having to actually be at home or at a specific location in order to receive a call? And do you remember what life without Facebook was like, without Instagram, without the Tinders and all the Bumbles and the little game apps that are in your pocket? Do you remember what life was like without that? I can almost guarantee you that a physical object is getting a lot of your attention, that that smartphone is getting a lot of your attention and therefore is receiving a massive amount of power over your life. And then we can talk about buffering and how to end that power, right? And this is what we're going to do a little bit on this podcast episode today. But recognize, brother, that when you give attention to this object or any object, you're giving it power. And we do that with a lot of things, especially these things that we think we can't live without, even though, quite honestly, my friends, we can live without almost everything. So to start this podcast, I want to offer the concept of unconditionality with these two polarities, that you allow yourself to be completely immersed in either love or freedom because you can't be in both. You just can't. That's why they're polarities. That's why they're opposites. Now, I'm not talking about unconditional love the way I've discussed it in other podcast episodes, because in those episodes, I was talking about the feeling of love, the emotion that we call love, right? The emotion that we have for people and pets and jobs and, and things and hobbies and stuff, right? Like, I'm not talking about the emotion. With that kind of unconditional love, what we're really talking about is unconditional acceptance, right? Unconditional patience, unconditional generosity, unconditional gratitude, unconditional kindness, and so on. These are the emotions of love that are not dependent on what another person says or does. That is unconditional love. It's unconditional, emotionally, vibrationally love because it's not dependent on the other person. It's unconditional. It doesn't matter what someone says. It doesn't matter what someone does. They are a being of light and deserve the love of another. In fact, most of the time when people are expressing pain, it is love that they require more than anything else. When someone is acting violent or angry or otherwise abhorrent, I mean, I'm not going to list all the different ways people can act. It is love that kills the demon. And this is another teaching that you can find in another podcast. With the love I'm going to introduce today, love I'm talking about today, and I've talked about it over the last three weeks, it is a polarity to freedom. It is an energetic opposite that only has to do with your awareness and attention. It has nothing to do with your emotions. In fact, in this polarity, in this definition of love, you can love emotions and you can set free emotion because you are talking about how you relate to energy. We're talking about how you relate to energy with your awareness, and emotions are just a form of astral energy. So when it comes to this definition of love and freedom, the unconditionality aspect really is a matter of attachment and how you engage your attention and disengage your attention. All of this is trained through cognitive mastery and emotional ownership. Okay, brothers, let's start with love. Let's start with unconditional love. Not the unconditional love, again, not the emotion, but the unconditional love in this polarity. What does it mean to unconditionally love energetically? 
It means to give your full undivided attention and awareness to an energy, which is a thought, a feeling, a person, or a thing. It means to pay attention to this energy as if your life depended on it. And I want you to consider that statement. You give your attention, you give your awareness, your attention to something, some person, some idea or thought, some feeling as if your life depended on it. Right, brothers? I've done a podcast on this. You may remember, like, if you were to remove your attention from this energy, you would end being. You would just cease to exist. That your entire existence is based on your awareness and attention to this thing, to this energy. And like I said, I've done a whole podcast on this before, and I want you to stay with me here because what would it be like to give your attention to something as if your life depended on it? Let's consider a thought first, mental energy. Give your attention to a thought as if your life depended on it. How would that happen? What would happen? What would that be like? How real would that thought feel? How could you imagine it, the thought, in a way that you actually stepped into it, like virtual reality? How could you be so aware and attentive to your thoughts that you know the deepest, darkest, unconscious jibber-jabber coming from your mind, right? You just know it because you're so attentive to what the mind is saying. You go to the very depths, to the very roots of the mind. Can you give your intentional thoughts so much attention and awareness that you can start to see them, that you can start to form colors and shapes and develop a third-dimensional landscape in your mind? Can you smell, taste, and hear the vision in your mind? When you do this, you begin the process of manifestation because you are giving so much attention, giving so much love to this thought, it starts to take form. What about feelings? Have you learned to tune your awareness into a vibration that you choose? Have you learned how to focus all your attention into a vibration that serves you? Have you learned to cultivate love, gratitude, confidence, assertiveness, groundedness, and strength? I mean, I could name several emotions, but the point is, they're all always available for you, all the time. Have you learned how to draw your attention to the vibrational energy in such a way that you summon it into your body with love, with your attention? You give it power with your attention and it begins to drive your actions? This is the intentional model of alignment, as well as a part of the process of the thought upload. However, brothers, it is the attention that is required, an indomitable attention to the vibration as if your life depended on it, an unwavering attention that cannot be broken even if the house falls down around you. You will still be holding the vibration of your attention. And things and people. Well, I'm going to call in the bee analogy on this one. You guys remember the bee analogy? Let's say you're out to lunch with a girlfriend or a wife, or maybe it's a first date. Now she's talking, right? She's doing the talking and she is saying something to you. You're just paying her attention. You are looking at her, giving her your awareness, giving your attention, but not as if your life depended on it because as soon as a little bee enters your awareness, you set her free and you give the bee your love, your awareness and your attention. When you are engaged with a physical object, whether it be a person or a thing, when you love it unconditionally, you don't allow your attention to break. You maintain 100% focus on the physical energy. A bee starts flying around the food, maybe even lands on your arm. It doesn't matter. Your complete and undivided attention is placed on the woman. She is the energy of your awareness. She is the energy you are loving in that moment. And if you remember what I was saying about as if your life depended on it, then the moment you stop giving your attention to that woman and you start paying attention to the bee, you just disappear right? Because your whole point was, can you focus your attention? Can you give your attention to the woman as if your life depended on it? And if you broke your attention, you would cease to be, right? But at the moment that the bee comes in, <laughs> no pun, right? This is the play on words there. But the moment the bee comes in, you just, you're done. You're gone. 
because you've lost your attention. Now, briefly, I want to go with how this works with freedom because I need you guys to see the polarity here. I need you guys to see both sides of this because unconditional freedom is just like unconditional love. It's only the opposite. And this is the practice of letting go. This is the practice of non-attachment. When you unconditionally set an energy free, it is completely gone from your attention and your awareness. And this is equally important part of the spiritual alpha practice. Consider the thought energy you set free. Brothers, what thoughts are in your mind? What thoughts are ruminating over and over again? Sometimes conscious, other times not. Maybe never conscious, right? Maybe they're just there all the time, but you don't even know. Have you ever looked for these thoughts you're holding on to unconsciously that you are loving without knowing it? When you unconditionally set these mental energies free, you release them from you. You release them from your awareness and attention. Okay, you're setting them free. You're letting them go. You're no longer attached to them. You're no longer believing them. You're no longer engaging them. And brothers, not only is this possible, I do it myself and I've observed students learn this skill as well. Because I can give you an example. Have you ever shoplifted? Do you ever shoplift? Do you shoplift? <laughs> do you shoplift now? Do you go into a store and steal things? No. Why not? Maybe because it never entered your mind to do so, right? There are literally millions of thoughts that you've never thought. I know it sounds crazy because you're like, how could there be a thought I've never thought before? There are billions of thoughts you haven't thought before. These thoughts have been free your entire life. You've just never loved them. They're available to you. The infinite realm of mental energy is available to you. But there are certain thoughts you just don't think. And you've never thought them. They've never entered into your awareness. And the truth is... Any thought you have thought or are currently thinking can be set free forever in the same way as being a thought that you've never thought before. And they will never enter your awareness again the same way thinking about stealing a magazine or a candy bar never enters your awareness. This is setting thoughts free so that they don't come into your awareness, so that they don't have your attention. What about emotions? What about feelings? And again, I, I say it's the way of the Jedi, but I'm not going to nerd myself out. I'm going to call it emotional ownership. This is what we call it in the academy. We call it emotional ownership. It is to allow feelings to be as they are, to notice them with love and immediately set them free from your awareness and attention. Not in a way that you resist them. I want to be clear. You're not resisting them by setting them free because that is actually giving them attention and power. When you resist emotions, you're giving them your attention. You're focusing on them by trying not to focus on them. And that's giving them attention and power. You set emotions free by allowing them. Brothers, we live in an energy field of vibration. Just like you will never not think, you will also never not feel. You are always feeling, always. Even when you're not aware of what you're feeling, you're still always feeling. And when you begin to learn the skill of emotional ownership, you will learn to notice those vibrations as they come and then set them free instead of attaching to them instead of giving them your attention and making them more powerful through resistance, avoidance, and engagement. And engagement is reaction. And finally, brothers, I'll quickly talk about people and things because I think this will make the most sense to you and how this practice will serve you in your life. Because letting people go and letting things go, allowing all forms to flow in and out of position and space, this is living an alpha life, a life that isn't about physical control. We don't control the circumstances, brothers. That's lesson number one. You want to know about control? Go back to podcast number like three, right? Because it's about circumstances. We don't control the world. We determine our results by controlling our thoughts and feelings which I've already mentioned in this podcast. Letting go of what you can't control means allowing the physical energies to come and go as they choose 
without you controlling or attaching to them. I made an example of the smartphone earlier, but what about people? Have you ever been in a relationship that you didn't want to complete and the other person did and you did everything you could to keep them, right? Like I'm putting quotations up because you're trying to keep them around, right? Like they want to complete the relationship, but you just want to keep them. As if you could ever keep someone, right? Like throw them in a prison and lock them in a box, right? Well, what did you do? I hope you didn't throw them in a prison and lock them in a box because that would be kidnapping. But, but probably what you did was increase the amount of time you spent with them, I would assume. You probably didn't give them space. I'm sure you didn't give them freedom. And that was the cause of your suffering because it's your attachment. It was that they wanted to complete the relationship because the truth is, when a soul is ready to move on, both souls are ready to move on. But your ego won't be aware of it because of fear. The truth is you're ready to move on as well. There is something else out there for you. There's something waiting in the future. There's something waiting in the time-space ether. But your ego doesn't know that. The beta condition just acts out of fear. I'm losing this person. To let people go when the time is right for them to go maintains a connection and emotional love in the relationship. But when you hold on, when it's time to set free, you create a prison-like environment energetically, and this will damage both of you in the long run. So freedom really is letting go completely, letting go to the point that you have no awareness or attention given to the energy, thought energy or feeling energy or physical energy. This doesn't mean you don't bring your attention back to the energy when the time is right or requested. And I want you to hear this and understand this. This is so important because I don't want you to go to the extreme of saying, well, then I'll just never see or talk to this person again. The transitions from love to freedom or from freedom to love does not have to be a permanent Transition doesn't have to be a permanent state. And nothing really is a permanent state. Everything is in constant flux. It can be, like in the shoplifting example, you can let thoughts go. You can let things go completely forever. You can let go of beliefs and things permanently if you choose. You never have to give any thought, anything, or any person your attention if you don't want to. But you can when you want to. And this is so important to know, especially when it comes to relationships. Look, I have a student who is practicing this now. He's not in the academy. He's a private student. We're working on relationships. And he asks me all the time, he says, do I have to be around people that hurt me? Do I have to be around people that complain all the time? If it's good for me to be around these people, if I grow from it, then I'll do it. But do I have to? Because it really isn't fun. And first of all, <laughs> I would say, I said to him and I say to all of you, no, you don't have to. And that's what I'm saying now. But be careful in this perception. No one is hurting you. Right? According to the universal truth, no one is hurting you. It's a circumstance. It's neutral. No one is complaining all the time either. That's also a thought. These are thoughts and they're there for you to see. But that being said, I offer that you give your love, right? you give your attention when you choose, and you give freedom, you let go, when you choose. It has nothing to do with the other person. Now, I know I just made an example of a relationship that the other person wants to complete the relationship, but that's for you to see that you also are aiming to complete the relationship, but your ego won't see it. So there's some work to do cognitively there. But it all has to do with how you want to show up in the relationship and the stories you tell yourself about what is happening in the relationship. All right, brothers, I want to complete this podcast with maybe a quick way of learning how to do this, and I know it won't be the full training protocol, it's going to be very brief, very very rapid, very short. If you want to get the full training protocol, of course, you can enroll in the academy at any time. Now, I've told you guys before that one of my superpowers is believing hard things. I've been asked many times, how do I do that? And why is it a superpower? Well, I believe that this love and freedom content is finally at the time that I can explain how it is a superpower of mine. And maybe I can explain it in a way that it will make it a superpower of yours as well. So I want you to follow me on this, okay? You are in a room, an empty room, except for two objects. 
On the right side of the room is a lamp. And on the left side of the room is a chair. And you start by looking at the lamp. Okay, brother, you're in this room. There's two objects. You're looking to the right and you see the lamp. You see it. You take it in. You realize it's there and you are certain you've seen it. You observe it. You notice it. You witness it. You're looking at it. You're giving it your attention as if your life depended on it. You will not break your attention to this lamp. Now, I'm telling you to move your attention to the chair. So you let go of the lamp and you shift your awareness from the lamp on the right side of the room to the chair on the left side of the room. Now look at the chair. See the chair. Take it all in. Notice it. Witness it. Observe it. Okay. Now go back to the lamp. And you can do this in your house right now. Like you don't need to do this in your mind. You can do this in your house right now. There's something in the right side of the room. There's something on the left side of the room. Pay attention to one thing, then shift your awareness to the other. Now here's the trick. And this is why I'm having you do this silly little game. When you are looking at a chair... And you're looking at the chair on the left side of the room and really looking at it, taking it in. When you're really looking at it, noticing it, when you're giving it your attention as if your life depended on it, when you're doing that, the lamp will never come into your mind or your vision. It will never come into your awareness. It will never be brought to your attention. You will never be thinking, I wish I wasn't looking around the lamp, or I wish I wasn't looking at the lamp, or I wish I wasn't thinking about the lamp, or this lamp is dirty or bad or dangerous or beautiful or powerful or whatever. Were you thinking anything about the lamp at all? You wouldn't be, because everything is being given to the chair. When you are giving your attention to the chair as if your life depended on it, you aren't shifting your gaze back to the lamp. You aren't shifting your mind back to the lamp. You aren't wondering about the lamp. You aren't looking at the lamp. You aren't quickly glancing to see if the lamp is still there or if the lamp's left the room or if the lamp is still dangerous or still beautiful or still dirty or whatever because you're so attentive to the chair. The lamp has effectively disappeared from your attention, from your awareness. It really doesn't even exist in that room anymore because all of your awareness is given to the chair. And when you're ready, you can switch your attention back to the lamp and amazingly, the lamp is not only still there, but the chair disappears. The chair is no longer there. The chair is gone because all of your awareness, all of your attention is gazing at the lamp. Your mind is on the lamp. Your feelings are on the lamp. Your eyes, your nose, your ears, you're giving all of your attention, your five senses, as well as your emotional and mental energy to the lamp. And when you do that, the chair, although it still exists, it disappears. It, it's, you're not aware of it at all until you choose to give your awareness back to the chair. Physical energy is the same as mental energy. So the way I believe hard things and new things easily is the same way I shift my focus from the lamp to the chair. I let go of the lamp and I focus on the chair. I do the same thing with thoughts. And brothers, it really is that simple, but it's not that easy and it requires practice. And this is the work. You treat things like thoughts or you treat thoughts like things. The problem is either most of you don't know you aren't your thoughts, so you think you can't change them. You think that they're somehow immutable as to who you are, or even you are actually this person. This becomes the prison of identity, right? I'm basically talking about the prison of identity. You think you are your thoughts, or you have a problem letting go of things because you've become attached. We become attached to thoughts more easily than we become attached to physical things. We can attach to a belief much more easily than we can attach to a, a thing. And to be honest, it's usually a combination of both attachment to thoughts and attachment to things and a lack of understanding of the difference between you and the thought. They, they go hand in hand. So that's it, brothers.
You shift your focus, you shift your love from one energy to another. The skill set is love, which is giving your attention to a thought, feeling, thing, or person as if your life depended on it, and freedom, which is letting go of your attention so that you can have no awareness of it. You've given none of your attention. And this is where cognitive mastery comes into it. Cognitive mastery is the skill of love and freedom, the skill of paying attention to what you want to give your attention to and letting go of the physical, mental, and emotional energies that are no longer serving you. And really quickly, I don't want to confuse you on this, but I just want to know that you are actually everything. I want to remind you of that, that you are not just the attention because we're closing up love and freedom here. And in the first segment, when I talk about awareness, I was talking about you being the attention, right? You being the awareness, but we're actually everything. And you know, that's the real you. You're all of it. You're all the elements, right? You're air, earth, fire, and water. You know, thank you for Rumi on this one. Rumi, uh, the Sufi poet, he said, you are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. And so you are thoughts, you are feelings, and you are your body, right? You are the mind, body, and the spirit. You are all of it. The mind is the, is the air, right? The body is the earth. The emotions are the water, but the fire is your attention. The fire is your awareness. And that is how we create. That is how we manifest. I'm teaching you to engage with your fire to work with air, thoughts, water, feelings, and earth, which are actions in physical matter. Everything is one. You are in the all oneness. Don't let that confuse you. We're looking at fire here. We're looking at where you direct your attention, which is love, and where you let go of your attention, which is energy. Remember the bee analogy, brothers. The foundation lies in the balance of love and freedom right here in the energetic nature of awareness and attention. The dating coaches call it the shit test, right? And I don't know about all that. I don't pres prescribe to that. I don't talk about that. What I do know is that if your attention to another person is so weak that it can be distracted by a little insect like a bee, you are demonstrating that your ability to stay attentive and aware is low. It is an unpracticed skill. You're basically saying, I haven't practiced keeping my attention on something. I haven't practiced giving my love to something. I haven't practiced being aware. And that's the bee analogy. Brothers, I've seen grown men, <laughs> grown men, brothers, jump out of chairs in the middle of a meal and run around a restaurant because a bee was flying around them. They can't keep their energy focused on a meal or the conversation or the person or the music or whatever because this little bee has so much power that it takes up their attention. That is what the dating coaches say she is shit testing, right? She doesn't want a man that is going to be distracted by a small amount of energy, a man that will lose his cool at the slightest thing. And thoughts are the same. Thoughts are slight things. So that's all the shit test, but that's what that means. Like, remember the bee analogy. Stay focused, stay attentive. And brothers, consider this as well. Chasing mental energy every time a thought comes up is like chasing physical energy every time an object comes up. And that would be crazy. You would be crazy if you did that. Imagine that. Like every time a bird flew overhead, you chased it. Like you didn't pay any attention to anything else. You'd be running out into traffic chasing a bird and immediately change directions without warning when a different bird flies through your sight picture. You'd never be able to get anything done. You'd always be out chasing birds, probably even hurting yourself because you're not in the physical realm, right? You're always in that mental realm ruminating. And that's the analogy is that if one thought is taking your attention to another thought, which is taking your attention to another thought, which is taking your attention to another thought, it's like chasing one bird after another bird after another bird and just running around the city looking up, chasing birds. That's what you're doing when you're chasing thoughts. Let the birds go free. Just let them go. Let them be. Let the thoughts go free. Let them be. Brothers, letting the birds free doesn't mean checking in on them every two seconds. Like you stop watching them, but you're still looking up all the time, always distracted. That is like trying to resist or suppress a thought or a feeling. Just let it go. 
let the thoughts go and process the feelings in the moment. This is cognitive mastery and emotional ownership, which helps you balance love and freedom. Okay, brothers, we are at the end of this segment. We are completely done with love and freedom. There are four parts, and this is part four. If you want to hear more about all of this and learn how to practice and apply this in your life, the Academy is waiting for you right now. And look, I need you guys to be ready for the next age of experience. Brothers, we are moving out of the age of information and into the age of energy. It is the revealing of the invisible, and it will change our lives. The age of energy is the revealing. It's the age of transparency. It is the revealing of everything that is not seen, and it will change our lives, the lives of all humans, more profoundly than the discovery of electricity, more profoundly than the discovery of agriculture, and more profoundly than the discovery of digital technology put together. This is a major shift in the universe. And those of us that are ready for the shift will thrive. Those of us who are not will struggle because we'll be held back in the physical world. We are already seeing this happen. I'm seeing this happen. I'm seeing this happen globally. You guys know I'm a global traveler. I see it happening already everywhere around the world. This shift is like... (laughs) You guys, look, I'm a nerd, okay? You guys have to accept that I'm a nerd because it's like the shift in Middle Earth, right? When the rings of power were forged. It's the shift from power of flesh to power over flesh. It's the shift from a focus on the external world to a focus on the internal world the world of energy and spirit. And I know I've mentioned Star Wars twice, and now I'm mentioning Lord of the Rings. You guys know I'm a nerd. You just have to deal with it. Even so, this is the age we're moving into, and I want to help prepare you for this world. If you are listening to this podcast and you are hearing the calling already, regardless of whether you know why or not. And I do have a new program coming. And in the meantime, the Academy is available for you to begin your work, to begin your training. I love you, brothers, and I will see you next week. Until then... Elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.